Okay, welcome back for another episode of the Importantly Unimportant Podcast. My name is Dad. And this is Dude. And uh, this is a podcast where we talk about whatever the heck we want, and where what we talk about is less important than actually talking. So uh, how's your day been, dude? My week has been good. What about (laughs) yours? Your week has been good? Yeah. Not necessarily today. Well, today was good. I just met the whole week. Oh, that's good. That's good. My week has been exceptionally exhausting. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Mostly, though, I am tired because I started a new mesocycle. For those of you that um, work out, you may know what that is. Uh, I I run my mesocycles in six week increments, and so I just started a new cycle, and it's tiring and exhausting. Very time consuming too. You take it forever. Is consuming. Yeah, I, um, it depends on the uh, the workout that I'm doing or the cycle that I'm in. I've I've I like to run my cycles with um, how I lift. So. I'll do machines only or dumbbells only or barbells only or a mix of them. So I, I, I cycle through those four and this, this cycle is a barbell cycle and it's kicking my butt. So I'm really tired, which probably means that, uh, it's working. I'm, I'm working out and it's making me tired and uh, my body's reacting to it the way it should. So I, I just need to get more sleep. But yeah, that's why I'm tired. Otherwise, the week was really good. Uh, I'm excited for this four-day weekend for me. I had a Friday off of work, and I get Monday off for President's Day. And uh, you had Friday off, and you get President's Day off for school, right? So we both get a mm-hmm. four-day weekend. Yep. Nice. So what was so good about this week? Why Why was it? Uh, why was it good for you? Well, I got a girlfriend. First <gasps> off, whoa. What? You know I said you that decided? just to get your reaction, right? Oh my gosh. Holy cow. <laughs> <sighs> oh, you turkey. <laughs> <sighs> You're so mean. <laughs> you are so mean. Okay. Unless you're serious. <laughs> Well, and today I got to play like six, seven different cellos. I don't think it was that many. I think it was more like five. Oh, no, maybe it was six. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was six. We got to spend a lot of time today doing what I like to do. Playing music? Yep. I heard you. So after one of the things that took me away from home for a little bit, uh, I got back and I think it was after you were done with your chores. I think it was right before I went to the gym. I think I heard you playing your cello downstairs. Probably. Yeah, I uh, couldn't hear a lot of it, but I I think I heard you playing. So Yeah, the uh, state music is very hard. Is that what you were practicing? Yeah, it takes a long time. So he just breezed over something right there. I'm going to make sure that we touch on that. So Williams, it's the chamber orchestra, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. 
Yeah. So William is part of, he's in eighth grade and he's part of the chamber orchestra at the junior high, which is the best orchestra in the junior high. It's a, it's all, it's only a, we're actually few. the best in the entire district. Well, I did know that, but I'm speaking specifically. We're top the 20 in the state. I, I did know that too. I'm speaking specifically of the school. It's the best orchestra students in the school. So there's beginner orchestra, then there's advanced, advanced orchestra, and then the best in the advanced orchestra get to play in chamber. And so William is part of that chamber orchestra, and they got invited to go to a state competition. As um, And he's only in eighth grade. The here here in Utah, the junior high has um, seventh, eighth, and ninth grades in it, and so um, yeah, typically it's, it's yeah, it's not it's not like anywhere else I've ever been. Uh, but typically, the the chamber orchestra is made up of predominantly ninth graders. They've been playing their instruments longer. Um, they're a little more mature, maybe practice a little more, and so after his beginner year, William made it into the chamber orchestra and. They're going to state. They're going to go compete in the state competition at the University of Utah in the first week of March. And uh, I'm I'm taking some time and uh, going to it. It's on a Tuesday, and I work from home on Tuesdays. And so I'm taking Vera, and we're going to go check it out. I'm excited. That's pretty cool. William's very good. I think very so. Good. <laughs> Don't break your arm patting yourself on the back, dude. It's already broken. Oh, all right. But yeah, he's really good. Um, and we got him. Um, his first cello uh, was over the summer at some point, right? Beginning of the summer? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of the summer. And he's already outgrown it. And so uh, he's been begging me all week to take him to a, uh, a place in a small town called Harrisville. And uh, it's called Classical Strings. We took him there, and uh, he got to try out a bunch of different cellos to see what might uh, help him out as far as the sound uh, in advancing and getting better. So uh, he spent quite a bit of time doing that today, uh, probably like an hour and a half, uh, trying out different cellos. And we talked to the owner of the place and, and uh, somebody that works there. Spent a long time talking to them, and he was very, very helpful. I learned a lot from him just listening. And I think you did too, William. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool stuff. So we've got a good idea of, about where to progress since you're growing out of the one that you're using now. But anyway, yeah, that was pretty cool. What else? What else made your week amazing besides getting a girlfriend and that was a joke. The <laughs> hey, turnabout's fair play, man. Oh, uh, what else? <laughs> Um, the school dance was this week, the Valentine's dance. That was fun. And practicing chamber music with my chamber orchestra is also fun. Yeah, you do that every week, right? Every day, every week. Yeah, every school day anyway. Yeah. So how was the dance? Talk to me some more about the dance. It, it was a dance. Well, that's not very helpful. <laughs> Was the music good? Did you actually get out and dance? Yeah, I danced, but the music was not that good. Oh, uh, what what about it wasn't that good? It was just typical, like Taylor Swift. A lot of that, not surprised, but like kids bought music, which is not good, that good. 
it, it's it's like knockoff, like rip off actual music. Oh, they didn't they, play they like better. the original artist. They played no a kids' bop version. Yeah, they could have done better. Oh, that's kind of lame. Yeah, that stinks. But you did get out and dance at least a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, cool. That's cool. Cool, 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 cool. You don't know what that's from, but maybe somebody listening does. Maybe. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Andy Samberg. Uh, anyway, uh, anything else? No, I think that's about it. Okay. Cool dance. We did something fun. Uh, well, oh, yeah. I played a tabletop pickleball in German class. Tabletop pickleball? My friend got... Uh, table tennis size pickleball and brought it to school and we played it in german oh did you have to speak in german while you played it yeah and oh Herzen's really likes racquetball so he was kind of like making fun of us for playing pickleball not racquetball oh but it was still fun not many people play racquetball anymore it's kind of a Herzen's loves racquetball he plays every single day at five in the morning well, I mean, n- not knocking on Herzen's, but he is kind of an older dude. <laughs> He's only fifty-five. It, it's an older. I think. It's an older person's game. Like, there's not a lot of young people that I know of <laughs> that play racquetball. It's kind of an old. Mom kind of likes racquetball. Game. Oh, mom played racquetball growing up, but w- your mom and I haven't played <laughs> racquetball in years. It's been a long time. <laughs> I guess it's just an old game. Uh, it is kind of an old game, I guess. It's been around a minute. It hasn't. It hasn't been picked up a lot by the younger crowd. I don't think. Well, not that the younger generation is super into sports anyway. And if they are into sports, it's mostly <laughs> soccer or baseball or basketball or American football. There's not much else. At least, yeah, here pretty in the much. <laughs> yeah. Sports are, uh, unless it's esports, it's not super. Don't huge. even, don't even, don't even. What? Don't even what? I have friends that have dreams of being professional esports, doing that kind of thing, but I, I don't think that's real sports. Well, I will admit that some of these games, it takes a lot of talent to play. But it's That's not, true. It's it's a different kind of talent, right? Athletic talent is not the same thing as as esports talent. Yeah. Either way, you have to spend a lot of time doing it. Either whether it's esports or athletics, you have to spend a lot of time to get any good at it. So, props to those people that actually take the time and build their craft. But yeah, esports is not something that uh, I find entertaining. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. You you grew up playing uh, racquetball. Uh, I didn't even start playing racquetball until I met your mom. Boomer. I'm not a boomer. That's not even my generation. I'm a millennial. millennial. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not a boomer. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Well, it was good to hear your week went really well. Uh, I'm actually really glad to hear that. Uh Let's uh, get on with the show here. What do you? Uh, what's the first topic that you have today? What's the first thing you wanted to talk about? We are going to be ranking fast food chains. 
the most popular fast food chains anyway. Okay. So walk, walk me through this. What's, uh, how, how is this going to work? You're going to read off a fast food chain and then we rate it or uh, rank it from, it's kind of like grades in school. Okay. So it's going to go S being the highest, A, B, C, D, and F. Okay. F being the worst. So uh, is it like we? you can only have, uh, what is that, S, A, B, C, D, E, six of them, or F, I should say? Are we so we're only gonna no? Get you can sticks? have multiple. Okay, so we just have. But to you can only it. have one S. Only one S. Ooh. After we get through these, I'll, I'll give you my S. Okay. Once we get to the end of the list. I think I already know what it's going to be because. Yeah, you know I, what the list is. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah. Okay. First on the list is Burger King. Burger King. Oh. I'd give that uh, a solid B plus. A B plus. Um, why? Why? What about why? That's kind of high on the scale. Why? Why is that a B plus? I like burgers, but they they could they could just do better. Like the the patties aren't that great. Like it, it could it it just it just be better. Okay, how often have you had Burger King? I mean, it's not something that I feel like we frequent as a family. We we don't eat, like, I don't feel like we eat a lot of fast food. I, I feel like it's like one through three times a year, maybe. Even then, it, that's not somewhere that your mom would like to go. I, no, I but it's somewhere I, I'd like to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't even think most many of your siblings would like to go there. But there are, there are some things that I enjoy there. I like uh, Burger King has the... Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, Burger King. I knew you were going there. It's pretty good. And and I do like Burger King's fries. I don't think that I would rate them a B plus, though. I think I might go... They're just kind of mid. (laughs) (laughs) Using a slang term. (laughs) I I mean, you used it in the right context, too. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's just you saying it. It doesn't doesn't feel right. It's cringe when it's coming from me. It, I wouldn't say cringe, but it's like not normal. <laughs> it sounds awkward. I still have yet to use "eat my shorts," but I, I plan on using that in the future. Yeah, you gotta. There's definitely a right time to use it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you gotta. Once it happens, you're gonna say it, and nobody around you is gonna get it except for you, and you're just gonna bust up laughing. And it's gonna <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Okay, so yeah, Burger King for me is. Is a solid C. I mean, it's uh, it's a definite. I would definitely choose that one over some others for sure. Okay, and I'm sure that that one other in particular is going to come up on the list. <laughs> I bet it's right next. Is it Taco Bell? Nope, it's not right next. Oh, what do you Ta- give Taco Bell? Uh, uh... Uh, Taco Bell, I mean, they just changed their menu. I really liked their grilled stuffed burrito. That was like, that was my, one of my things. They still have, um, gorditas and I appreciate those and they have the crunch wraps. Those are pretty good. They still have those? I thought they discontinued them. 
No, the crunch wraps they still have. The grilled stuffed burritos they got rid of. And then they're oh no, it's chalupas. That's what I like. The chalupas. <laughs> it's a it's a B. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I would choose I would choose Taco Bell over Burger King. I I also make it a B. I would also have it a B. Their their food is good as long as it's not like those mushy thingies. Mushy thingies. Like the mushy tortilla, meat, lettuce. Oh, the soft tacos? No, those are good. Like the mushy stuff. Like it comes in like a mushy bean sauce blob. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. The only reason I give it a B is because of the crunch wraps. Those are supreme. And also because of the... The Incredible Hulk that they have, which is a secret menu item, actually. What? That's also pretty good. I've had one of those before. It's actually really good. Well, now I have a new reason to go to Taco Bell soon, (laughs) someday. I don't know. You said it's the Incredible Hulk? Yeah. Uh, Not all of them do it, though. So where did you get it? Uh, I think it was the one down by Key Bank. Like the four or five way intersection. Oh, at five points? Yeah. There's a Taco Bell down there? Yeah, there's also a Burger King down there too. <laughs> well, there's a, tw- a Taco Bell on 12th. I didn't there's know there was Taco one Bell's there. everywhere. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, I did know there was a Burger King there. I don't remember seeing a Taco Bell though. I don't dis. I, I'm not saying you're not right. I just don't recall ever seeing one there. Okay. Uh. Well. Okay, now I know where I need to go to try that one. Yeah, their crunch wraps are pretty good, but I still like the chalupas better. And man, I really wish they they wouldn't have taken off the grilled stuffed burrito. That was so good. I remember when that was put on the menu. The first time I ever had it, I was like, oh my gosh. This is so good. Fast food tacos. Yeah, it was really good. All right, okay, so uh, gotta be. What's next? I'm gonna skip through some of these because there's like a 32 long list. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go to Chipotle, Chipotle. Okay, what do you th- what do you grade Chipotle at, Chipotle? I'd give it a C plus. Okay, we're gonna offend some family members because we have a <laughs> yeah. few family members that really like Chipotle. Tegan's gonna hate me so much. <laughs> yeah, your mom really likes it, and she's got uh, a sister. And her mom worked there for a little while too, uh, as a uh, working the, the cash register, I think. But um, it, no, go ahead. It's not bad. It just like makes you really gassy <laughs> and have diarrhea and stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> that's like the Taco Bell stereotypes. But it also goes for Chipotle as well. Oh man. I don't think that's ever happened. Do you know how Chipotle. much beans they put in literally everything? Hey, I like it. There, I mean, you can get it without beans. You don't have to have beans in it. But then it tastes bad. Okay. But that is not why I would give Chipotle the grade I, I'm going to give it. But Beans, beans, I mean, beans. Oh, I think beans and rice. Beans are good. I like beans and rice. I think it's good. <laughs> they're good. They're just not in the stuff that they put them in. Okay. Well, what I get is typically, um, uh, I think it's called barbacoa. I get that. And it's either in a bowl or 
uh, in a burrito style, but I, I typically like the bowl. I feel like you get more food if you just do a bowl rather than to get it wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chipotle has really good ingredients, which I appreciate. At least that's what I've heard. Um, but their menu is small, I feel like. And I don't know. It's just not, it wouldn't, it's not my first choice. Like if I'm, and there's going to be, especially your mom, there's going to be people that uh, aren't going to say this, but I would rather have like a Cafe Rio or um, a Costa Vida over Chipotle, but it's because they have a bigger menu. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And uh, so, it, yeah, it's just not my first choice. What would you rate it then? It's probably like a C minus, maybe a D plus. That's lower than what I gave it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you're going to have, uh, we're gonna, we, you and I both are going to have some family members that are just going to go crazy. They love it, Chipotle. And I'm just it's fine like, if you have it like, uh, like uh, twice a year. Yeah, I could see that. We used to get it fairly frequently, I would say, more than I would care to. And eh, I mean, it's fine. I'm not going to say no to Chipotle, but it's not my first choice for sure. I definitely agree. Okay. Let's see. What about Pizza Hut? Uh, Okay. You know what? Let's broaden that and let's go best out of the pizza chains. Okay. What's your what's your best out of the pizza chains? Uh, like chains. So we're not talking like one-offs, like things that only exist where we live. Yeah, it has to be franchised. Okay. So what's your best? What's your best and what's its grade? Domino's A+. Wow, that's really high praise. Dude, Domino's is amazing. What's what what do you like about Domino's? What's your favorite thing about Domino's? Their crust is wholesome. Okay. All right. Uh, it didn't used to be. It, it used to taste like wet cardboard. It was really bad. It was really. Why do really you bad. always compare foods you don't like to, to wet, wet card- objects? Yeah. Like you compare watermelon to wet toilet paper. It does. It feels like wet toilet paper to me. But we're talking That's about pizza. So I'm gonna agree with you. Uh and of the fast food pizza joints, it is definitely top tier and it's definitely an a i don't know that i would go so far as to say a plus but out of all of the fast food chains it is definitely at the top for sure yeah domino's is up there and a lot of people are gonna hate us for saying this because i know pizza hut is big too uh pizza hut is fairly popular i would say papa john's is also really popular especially with our family I don't know uh, about so much Papa Murphy's though. Uh, I like Papa Murphy's, but that's nostalgia. Like that's that's something that I the sort OG of grew pizza up with. chain. No, it's not even the OG pizza chain. It's just something that we did um, as part of traditions. Like it's something that we do every Christmas. Yeah. Whoa, you all right? Yeah. Okay. It just it was loud there for a second. Um. <laughs> yeah. So Papa Murphy's is more nostalgia. We did we did it every Christmas Eve, and that's something that we've carried on. I know you guys don't care for it a whole lot, but that's uh, a guilty pleasure of mine. I mean, it's not, it's definitely not Domino's. It's not the best, but I like I like Papa Murphy's mostly for the nostalgia. 
What's your worst pizza joint? What's the one you like the least? I don't know if this is franchise, but like Little Caesars. It is. It's franchise. Little Caesars. I remember Little Caesars when I was like four or five years old. It's It's good and cheap for parties, but like it, it makes me sick. Yeah, uh, I'll go. I'll go with you on that one. Although that might um, also be because I ate an entire pizza. That's not so great. Literally a whole eight slices. Yeah, that's probably not so good. Uh, I am going to one up you though, and I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this from our family. We keep saying that. And it's funny that our our opinions differ so much from our relatives. But uh, Papa John's is disgusting. Okay. Eat my shorts. <laughs> You're close. You're close. I, I don't like... I mean, Little Caesars is not great. It's... it's but it, if you you're going to go... Mid. Well... I would choose Little Caesars over Papa John's if for that exact reason that you said earlier. If it's a large group of people, I'm not going to order Papa John's. I'm going to order Little Caesars. Little Caesars is just it's. cheaper. It's cheaper, and I think it tastes better. Papa John's used to be good, and then they fired Papa John's, and it went downhill. They fired Papa like, John? Oh, yeah. They got rid of him. The The, the pizza has just gotten gross. I don't like it anymore. Again, Instead, I mean, step it up, Papa John's. There, there. It's there are very few, few, few foods that I will turn turn away outright, and I will not eat. Papa John's is not one of those foods. I. It's just not one of those. Like I'll have a slice or two until I feel, you know, like my. Uh, not that I'm full, but I'm not like hungry anymore. So I'll eat until I get to that point. But it's not one that I'm going to be like, oh, man, this is so good. Not like Domino's where you eat the pizza just to get to the crust. Because the crust is amazing on Domino's. But, yeah, Papa John's. Oh, it's so gross. I don't like it anymore. Hopefully they turn things around. That's a nice thing about this, right? They could they could turn it around and it could it could change in like five, ten years if they uh, if they make some changes. Yeah. OK, I'm going to skip down the list here. Uh, what about KFC? I have a very strong opinion about this, but I want to hear what you say. I have never eaten KFC. Oh, so you can't even grade it. Nope. You just want to hear my opinion? Yeah. (laughs) Oh. You never get KFC. This is another, uh, there's a reason. I'm guessing it's going to be like a D plus. Oh no, KFC is like an F minus. Is that even possible? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I could give it a zero out of 100, I would. If it, you can't, negative percent? No, a zero <laughs> out of 100. That's so like the worst that you right? could get. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's gross. There's a reason we don't get it. It is so greasy. Oh, it's so greasy. I get <laughs> sick. I'm like, I'm getting nauseous even thinking about it. Like, I cannot eat KFC. It hurts. Are you getting more. chicken or are you getting grease? Is That's how bad you're making it seem. Your chicken is swimming in grease. I mean, it's fried chicken. Okay. 
I'm expecting chicken, but I'm getting a bucket of sloppy, moist, soaking, literally swimming in grease chicken. Basically, yeah. Oh, that sounds so bad. It's I I can't I can't I I it's one of a few fast food restaurants that that's one of those ones that I will not eat at. I will always find something else. You gotta take me to try KFC sometime. I'll someday, someday. I'll let <laughs> you. I won't eat it, but I will let you try it. You're and if you like it, more power to you. People. I'm sure I am. We. <laughs> We have some, excuse me, we have some family members that really like KFC, and, but I can't, oh, I cannot. Like, hard pass. Hard. All right. Let's uh, skip in a couple. Panera Bread. Uh, B plus. B plus? Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was going to say that too. Yeah, I'll give Panera Bread a B plus. It's, it's good quality. It is. It is pretty good quality. Again, it's not something that I would choose to go to first. Not quantity, though. Quality. Yeah, it's good. It's got some good quality food. Yeah, that's about all I can say about that. <laughs> Same. Their bagels are pretty good. Yeah. Five guys. This is your, your thing. Actually, this might be mom's thing. It's definitely mom's thing. It is not the first burger joint I would choose. Me neither. I, I don't really like Five Guys. I, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, mostly, and my biggest my biggest problem with Five Guys is how they do their bacon. I never had it Five Guys bacon. It is so overcooked, I feel like. it's. So are I mean, their patties. It's, it's crunchy. Their bacon is so crunchy. And I it's like D-minus. crunch, but whoa. I wasn't going to say D minus. I was going to be like I said C minus. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think we're pretty close. I was going to give it like a C. And I don't ever eat their fries. I know that's a big thing for a lot of people because they give you so many. But it's like the outside is so cooked and it's like you have to chew really hard for it to like chew. It's a grease thing for me. Like I, I have a problem seeing the grease on the side of the bag. Are you the person that wipes your grease off the pizza? No, but. Like if it's too greasy, it just bothers me, and I can't explain it. I, just, I see where you're coming from, though. Have. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's like when you microwave something that, and then you get all the grease in the bottom of whatever it is that you're warming it up in. If I see the grease like that, I, it makes it makes my stomach turn a little bit, just a little bit. You know, like when you're eating something and then you find that one really hard thing that you just can't chew, the one yeah. random hard thing. That's what their burgers are like for me. Except <laughs> it's like the entire thing is the hard thing. Wow. So their hot dogs. Their hot dogs are overcooked too. I do like their bread though. I do like the bread for their buns. And the free peanuts. Uh, I don't really care about that. But their bread's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, it's a C. I, again, it's not the first thing I would choose, but... I mean, if I can't think of anything else, I'll be like, yeah, all right, let's go. And I do go more frequently than I would by myself simply because your mom likes it. Uh, Yeah. Guess what's next? McDonald's. Shake Shack. Oh. S tier. Oh. So far. S. 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 Yes. 
Yep. If I I think there may be one or two other restaurants, maybe if they ever come up, uh, that might knock it off this perch. But Shake Shack, S, yes, one hundred percent. It's so good. Their burgers are so good. They have the perfect balance between patty, uh, and sauce and like lettuce yep. and that stuff. Their yep. veggie burger is really good. Yeah, their and it's, fries, the cheese fries, mm, yeah, those are so good. Yeah. And then you can get concrete sweated there too. Yeah. Oh yep. yes. Try it for yourself. See what we mean. Oh man, you're not. Oh, kidding. you McDonald's and, people. Oh, we were so glad when they opened a Shake Shack that was relatively close. We used to have to drive like an hour to get to Shake Shack from here, and then for a while it wasn't even one. We'd had it. Your mom and I had had it first in Dubai when we lived there. And then we moved around and moved some more and we could never, we could never get to it, but it was always in the back of our mind. It's like the best burger place ever. And then we found one down in Murray amazing. and then they opened one that was close. But the problem with the one that's close is the parking lot. The parking lot for the building is stupid. Like most other parking lots in the state of Utah. It's just dumb the way they've got it set up. There's, hardly enough parking i mean it's a you knew it was going to be a popular place make a big parking lot and make it not stupid but i mean that's i'm 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 splitting hairs here i would still go to shake shack with a crappy parking lot i'd uh, park down the street and walk in i mean if i had to it's is yeah it's really good definitely s tier (laughs) i've never actually eaten at this next one but i want to hear your opinion again uh, okay. What a burger, water, water burger, as yeah, they you, say it in Texas. W a w h a t a b u r g e r, but they say yeah. it like water burger. Yeah, it, it doesn't so, make sense. Uh, so uh, yeah, you got to say it right. It's spelled what a burger, but if you're from the south, you say water burger. And I'm not saying water water burger. I'm saying what a burger. It it's just like how it's pronounced. Water burger. Yeah, I know. That's the first thing. I always thing called that's... it water burger. Yeah. Like, Do they make these things with water? Yeah. When I first heard that, when I first moved to Texas, I'm like, what? Water burger? What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's water burger and it's super, super popular. I think they just actually sold water burger not too long ago, a few years ago to a, a major like a VC or something like that. And so people were concerned that the quality was going to go down and whatnot. It wasn't going to be the same. And I haven't been to it since we, since we moved. So September of 2017 was the last time I had Whataburger. Is it good though? Was it good? Uh, honestly and truthfully, it's just kind of meh. The, the real, the, their ketchup has like this special spice in it. Which is uh, which people rave about, and it's pretty Why good. Do you spice ketchup? No, it's not like hot spice. It's it's nice flavor. It oh. just gives it really good flavor. They they put so spices in that it's um, some additional flavoring in the ketchup. It's not just you know tomatoes and corn syrup. Um, but what I would get at Whataburger was their breakfast taquitos. Those were taquitos. Yeah, those their breakfast taquitos were really good. The and their burger, yeah, their burgers are just kind of. I think they're just kind of okay, but I mean, there are diehard fans. Um, but yeah, 
Whataburgers. It, it's all right. It's all right. What it's a fun novelty. Uh, uh, probably like a B minus or a C plus. Gotcha. Yeah, all right. right. We have two more. Two more. Okay. Sonic Drive-In. Ooh. You haven't had Sonic. Yes, I have. When? I've had Sonic quite a bit, actually, when we lived in Texas. I'd give that, that stuff a C-. minus. Okay. Their burgers are meh. But I was so excited for Slushy, and they gave me cough syrup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It depends on the ones you go to. I so, was so excited for a slushy. They gave me medicine. No, the so to be fair, Sonic has a huge drink menu. It's massive. You can get so many different combinations. Slushy. What I always used to get was excuse me, I always used to get um a Dr. Pepper vanilla. Uh, and there was something else in there. Dr. Pepper Vanilla, and they would just... Uh, that combo was really, really good. And it was typically like a fruit, like a cherry or something like that. I bet like you that. it was cherry. Yeah, it probably was. And when I would go, when I was younger, I would uh, I would get um, a burger, a wrap, and uh, a foot-long chili cheese coney. Uh, younger, like younger, 19-ish, uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, not 20 and 21, because um, I was in the Philippines, but uh, yeah, definitely 19, and then from 21 till about 23, every Monday night after volleyball, uh, me and my friends, we'd go to Sonic, and we'd just chill at the end of the shift, and we'd just get a whole bunch of food, and that was what I would get, a burger, a uh, foot long chili cheese coney and a, a chicken wrap. And it was good then. But since then, I they've gone down a lot and I've gotten sick every time I've eaten there. So I'm going to give it, uh, I mean, it's going to get a C minus, but simply because the drink menu is, is pretty good. I mean, sometimes you miss with cough syrup. Um, but I, I do feel like their, their drink options redeem them somewhat. Like some people just go to Sonic to get drinks. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sushi. Yeah. I, was, I, yeah, I, I love tater like tots. I love yeah. tater tots. I Their tater there, tots are pretty good. Yeah, I always replace my fries with tater tots if I can. I was so excited for those tater tots and slushy. They gave me cough syrup and those yeah. burnt little potato balls. Yeah, They're not even tater tots. You must have showed up on a bad day. It's not normally that bad, but the food, I mean, it's nothing to write home about. It's, it's, eh, it's like a C minus. They've destroyed all my hopes. Uh, yeah, they could be better. Last one. Once again, I haven't eaten there, but I want your opinion. Panda Express. I have not eaten there since before you were born. Was it good be then? It was okay. Um, if I'm going to get Chinese food, I'm going to go to a Chinese restaurant, though. I'm not going to go to Panda E. I'm Is it like American? Yeah, I, sure. Like American Chinese food? Uh, I guess you could say it's Americanized. I guess. 
again, I haven't eaten there in a really long time. And I, we haven't because your mom doesn't want to eat there because when she was pregnant with you, it, she saw her dinner in reverse. Oh. Yeah. And she had really bad morning sickness anyway. It just so happened that the one time, like it was just that one meal, she saw it come back up and she just can't stomach it anymore because of that. It was okay. I mean, again, it's Americanized Chinese, I think. I'm sure it's good, I guess. Uh, yeah, if if I'm going to get Chinese, I'm going to go to a Chinese place, though. Not a fast food place. Was it, before we end this, what is your favorite food? Uh, sandwiches. <laughs> I really like sandwiches. Sandwiches are amazing. So, Simple, Firehouse. Easy, delicious. Yep. Firehouse, Jimmy John's. I guess you could count burgers as sandwiches too. Um, but yeah. Mm, Firehouse subs, New York sub. Yeah, we haven't been there in a while. The one that was close to us was closed for a while because of COVID. And I think your mom said that they recently opened back up, but we haven't gone back I to Firehouse in a long time. I haven't. Uh, we mostly get Jimmy John's because your mom really likes their bread. But I'm yeah. I had the Jimmy John's. Yeah, we have it frequently. That's why that's what varieties for it keeps things interesting and fresh. Yeah, uh, Jim John's getting kind of old. Okay, so we've uh, we've talked about some fast food chains. We we picked our one, and it was the same. I was actually surprised at how similar we were for most things. Maybe I'm rubbing off on you, or <laughs> I was thinking uh, the same thing. Ruining ruining your chances of liking things because of what I. Now, I grew up not liking things or thinking I didn't like things because my parents didn't like things. Like, I didn't eat fish because my dad doesn't like fish. Yeah, but, but I love fish. I do now. I love fish now. I so, I, my point is, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to not like food or not think you like. Am I saying that right? I yeah. don't want you to think you don't like food because I don't like it. I want you to try it for yourself. Yeah, I want to try KFC. I want to try Panda Express. You certainly can when the opportunity arises. I'm just telling you that uh, your mom and I will not be joining you. <laughs> Someday. 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 Maybe. Someday. There'll be an opportunity for it, I'm sure. Just imagine going through life without ever trying KFC, one of the biggest chains. So, this is a this is a, a keep in mind that not everywhere does have a KFC, right? Yeah, I don't think there is a KFC or much of any fast food restaurant where your grandma and grandpa budge are at in Africa right now. I'm talking about America. All right. Okay, just make sure we're qualifying that. Yeah. Um, I have had some fast food that you haven't had uh, or may not remember that we really like. And some of the, if there are any Filipinos listening to this, you may cringe at this, um, but there's a couple of Filipino fast food places that um, I liked, and you may cringe at this too. So one of them is called Chow King. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a, an Asian style fast food restaurant, but they, 
it's really good. I like it anyway, a lot. And your mom really likes it because of the hollow hollow that they get there. It's, it's pretty good. I think good. I know what you're talking about. So that one was pretty good. And then there's another place in the Philippines called Jollibee. And they're, I mean, for Filipino fast food, it's pretty good. Uh, but you're going to, this is where you're going to cringe. So when I was in a city called Maasin, we'd stop by Jollibee. It was like the only fast food joint in the entire town. And they had this uh, cone that they would do a hard shell dip. Do you know what a hard shell is? No. So th- there's this there's this uh, sauce that you can either uh, drizzle on top or dip in uh, an ice cream in, and it will harden after you put it on. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so most of the time it's like caramel or chocolate or sprinkles or something like that, right? Yeah. Jollibee had a cheese dip. Cheese ice cream? No, I can't not, have either it, of those. It vanilla ice cream with a cheese hard shell. And it was surprisingly really good. Eat my shorts. Uh, I you're still close, but not quite. But yeah, it was I, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. It could have been that I was in the I was in the Philippines for, you know, a year and a half almost by that point. And I just gotten used to the food, but yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was pretty. That good. would not be very good for my lactose intolerant body. Yeah, cheese ice cream. Yeah, it, it was it cheese ice cream. It was cheese hard shell, so it wasn't like it was cheese flavored ice cream. Hard was, cheese ice cream. Ugh. No, it, it was pretty good. I thought it was. That sounds good. nasty. Okay, and then I mean. You were doing national fast food chains, but my my absolute favorite fast food, I'll I'll call it fast food even though it's probably not fast food, is Torchy's Tacos. I love Torchy's. Yeah, Torchy's Tacos is so good. I yeah, yeah. I think that's dine-in. It is. I think it is dine-in too, but it is a chain. And you they might also the, have pickup as well. They they may. I think they do uh, like uh, online orders where you can go in and pick it up. I don't know that they have drive through, but yeah, Torchy's Tacos. Torchy's is really good. Or yeah. fire. Yeah. Torchy's is fire. Their food is bussin' bussin'. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I still don't understand that, but sure. I believe you. Okay. Uh, do you have anything else to talk about with fast food? No, I think that's it. You think we've offended enough people? Like you said before, they're entitled to their own wrong opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll, let's move on to our next segment. Um, and this one's, again, this one is mine. So that first segment was something that you wanted to talk about. And this next one is one that I wanted to talk about. I don't know that we'll talk about it for too long. Um. But it is a, probably a little bit more serious, maybe a little more grown up. Uh, I wanted to talk about money. Money, 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 money. The dough. That's what makes the world go round. The dough. So tell me what you think about money. Money is cash. Okay. What else do you think about money? Money. 
Um, not very important to me right now. Well, yeah, you are. Unless 15. I'm trying to buy a cello. Yeah, which is not cheap, at least the good ones. Saving up for college, saving up for a mission, that stuff. Yeah. The So when I was your age, I wish I had a better understanding of money and um, its importance and like what it actually is. So there's an economist. He's not alive anymore. His name was uh, Murray Rothbard, and he did this great lecture series on money. And one of the very first things that he led off with was uh, money is, simply put, it is a medium of exchange, currency, money. It's a medium of exchange. Do you understand what that means? Yeah. So money in and of itself doesn't have an inherent value. Literally, it's a piece of paper with someone's picture on it. Well, and it's not even paper, technically. It's linen, at least in the U.S. Um, but the way that the way that Murray Rothbard explains it is as uh, as a medium of exchange. You're just exchange. You're rather than uh, a pure barter system or trade or anything like that. You're exchanging something that represents value. To something uh, in exchange for something else. So that can be uh, typically time or a product or a service. Like, so when you get a job, you are exchanging your time for this currency, for this money that will, that represents the amount of time that you um, worked. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And then you use that money. Uh, to exchange for something that you want or need. So uh, let's say you work five hours and you get paid $20. That that $20 is valued at five hours of your time, right? Now you're going to exchange five, of you, five hours of your time for a meal. Let's say you need to go buy lunch or something like that and it costs $10. So what you're really doing is you're trading two and a half hours that you worked for food that you need. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the way, rather than, rather than create this three way exchange between you and your employer and then the food company or the place that you're buying your food at, we just use this currency and, and this money to simplify the exchange. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Okay, so it's important to understand that it is a medium of exchange at its base level, and that's it. It has no inherent value beyond um, the fact that we use it to trade things. And why it's, is that so important? It's important because without it, it's very hard to trade for what you need, which is why we go to work. We go to work to exchange our time for this linen here in the United States so that we can trade that linen for other things that we might want or need. Oh, I also recently just learned where the term buck came from. Okay, I'd love to hear this. So in my history class, we were talking about the Revolutionary War, I think it was, where we split from Britain. 
Yep, Revolutionary War. Yeah, and before that, in colonial times, in the southern colonies, they would trade buckskins as currency. And that's where the term buck came from. Got it. Okay, that's cool to know. And that actually leads really well into the next point that I was going to bring up. It segues real nice. Currency and money has been different throughout time. And sometimes it didn't even exist. Uh, Money in and of itself didn't exist. It was a pure barter system. Like if you needed bread, you had to go trade eggs that your chicken laid or something like that. Or you would trade bales of hay for supplies that you need. Does that make sense? Yeah. So money in and of itself is a good thing in that it simplifies trade. Um, It's important that money and currency in particular is uh, rare in that it's hard to uh, hard to get or nearly impossible to reproduce and easy to move around, which is why people used gold and silver coins or copper coins or nickel coins or things like that because you could put them in your pocket and they maintained their value as long as they weren't debased, meaning you didn't clip corners or drill out the middle of it. That's why quarters have ridges. Yeah, exactly. It's to help with that. Um, If you could maintain the integrity of the coin, it held its value. What the problem that we have, I I say problem, quote unquote, I am not an economist. My knowledge of um, global trade and economy is, is probably not very sophisticated related to other people, but something that, um, that changed with President Nixon is the U.S. dollar before him was always pegged to a gold ounce, I believe it was. So you could you could go to uh, the the United States would only print enough money as much as it had of gold. Does that make sense? Yeah. So a a paper dollar was worth like an ounce of gold and you could go to the U S government and the treasury and be like, all right, I want to trade in these dollars for gold and you would get it essentially. I mean, I don't think they theory. do that anymore. No, as soon as, as oh, not as soon as, but at, during Nixon's presidency, uh, they went away from the gold standard, what it was called. And what that allowed them to do was say the dollar was worth literally say, the dollar is valued at this much per ounce of gold, no matter how much they printed. So what do you think what do you think happens when you print more money? Does it increase value in value drops. or does it decrease in value? Well, there's more of it, so it's worth less. Exactly. Which is why currency in particular needs to be rare, quote unquote. It's still easy to pack around. I mean, now it's mostly ones and zeros. I mean it's not tied to hard currency or anything like that. The paper and rarely anybody uses paper anymore. It's literally ones and zeros. It's digital. I use cash. That's that's because you're card really. Yeah. It's because you're young, but as an adult, you swipe a card and the ones and zeros move from one bank to another bank. And that's, that's pretty much what it is. So you're exactly right. It's not that the, it's not that the value of the dollar decreases per se when they print more of it or currency, I should say. 
It's that its buying power is reduced because there are more of it. Mm -hmm. So just a, a quick rundown on money, a quick down and dirty of what it is and, and why it's important uh, and how it sort of works. The, the important thing to understand is uh, the, the time that you sell to your employer in the future is going to be worth a certain amount of currency. Uh, and if your lifestyle that you live by, meaning the house that you live in, the clothes that you wear, the car that you drive, the phone you have in your pocket, uh, the lifestyle should be determined on the amount of money that you get in trade for your work. A lot of people these days uh, live, it's called living beyond your means. So what that means is you are spending more money than you earn. Yeah. Is that a good or a bad thing? That's a bad thing. You it is a bad thing. It, you are in debt. That's right. The uh, You're not um, making enough, you're not trading enough of your time for the currency that you need to be able to sustain your lifestyle. What that means is sometimes in your life, you're going to have to uh, uh, live in a smaller house or drive a crappier car or not get the nicest cell phone. But well, they all do the same thing, pretty much. That's true. The important thing to 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 get out of this is uh, be happy where you're at. Yeah, it's nice to have a cool car. Yeah, it's nice to live in a in a really nice house, or it's it's cool to have the nicest iPhone. But if that's gonna put you in debt and uh, make it so that you have to work more and be away from your family war, let's say, it may not necessarily be the best thing. And I'm not saying, I'm in no way, shape, or form saying that this is the exact way to do it and there's no other way. Sometimes people have to do multiple jobs and be away from their family more in order to be able to survive. Sometimes life is hard. Sometimes there aren't enough jobs that pay um, enough to be able to sustain you. Like here in Utah, uh, base pay rates have not kept up with inflation very well. Um, so the minimum wage may be $7.25, but there is no way that you can survive decently in the state of Utah making that kind of money. Starting wages during, uh, just after COVID, I think, starting wages uh, at McDonald's just down the corner from us was $17.50, $18 an hour. That's starting, which was unheard of when I was a kid. Granted, the value of the dollar was different when I was a kid than it is now because there were less dollars in circulation. But yeah, you cannot, uh, as compared to a place like Texas or Arkansas or Missouri, where you might be able to get away with $10 or $12 an hour starting out, you can't do that here. And even then, it's barely not enough. There's somebody that I know that makes $18.50 an hour, and they're on assisted living. Like, they have to go to the government. But there aren't enough jobs. There aren't enough jobs or um, 
the right kind of jobs, I should say, that this person could go to to be able to make a living wage and live uh, the lifestyle that they want. Again, it is possible to live in what we might term as poverty and still be happy. I mean, it happens in all of the third world countries. Um, There were people in the Philippines that I knew that lived in bamboo huts with leaves for rooftops and dirt floors, and they were smiling all the time. It may not be ideal, but it is possible. And, uh, yeah, so I kind of got off on a tangent there, and I apologize. But, yeah, so money, as uh, annoying as it is, it is important, but it's important that you understand it. And there's more to it than that, too, like the importance of saving and investing and risk and exchanges and the stock market and all that kind of stuff. Insurance. Yeah. Yeah. There's all a lot. of the adult stuff. Yeah. The, the important, like at a base level. And I think a lot of the, the talking heads and in, in the finance and investing and all of that, they'll, they, a lot of them say, at least they think they do that the best place to start is making sure number one, that you have a budget And, uh, because with a budget, what you get is you get to see, um, what you're bringing in and what you're spending money on. So it's keeping track of every dollar that comes in and every dollar that goes out. And you can see very quickly, um, where you're spending more money or what, what parts of your life you're spending more money in and where you might be able to adjust. Mm-hmm. And that is super important. And then it's making sure that you, after you create a budget, then you can make sure that you're bringing in more than you're spending. And then from there, you start with savings. And then once you get your savings built up, then you can start with like uh, investing in retirement planning and things like that. And all of this, I wish I learned when I was your age. I would have been way smarter with my money and we would be much better off than we are now. And we're not even in a bad spot, your mom and I, and us as a family. We're actually pretty good. But it took us a long time, your mom and I, to to figure it out and actually stick with a budget and with a plan so we could see where our uh, our income and expenses were going. So, yeah, you, was, you used to live in the garage. Yeah, we did when we first got married. But... That was something that we chose to do. Like, um, we we did live with grandparents. We have done that with a, a couple of times. Grandma and Grandpa lived with us for a little while here, and we lived with them for a, a couple of different times in Texas. Um, and it, we're very grateful that we that they let us do that, and we've got a great relationship with them. Um, but yeah, the. We, we could be much better off than we are now if we would have been able to figure out the budget in particular a lot sooner than we did. Yeah. So that's my advice to you. When, uh, when you start, when you start working and you get a job, set up a budget, know what you have to spend your money on, Keep track of that and control um, control your finances so that they don't control you. And I think that's where most people get hung up is 
they're not aware of what they're spending their money on and how much money they're getting. Yeah, money does not grow on trees, as the saying goes. Even so, though it's made of paper-like material. Yeah, it does not grow on trees. It's it's again, it's an exchange. It's just you you trade you trade your time and either your products or services for this medium of exchange so that you can pay for other products and services. It's just a simple way to trade. That's all it is. But it is important to have and to be in control of so it doesn't control you. Debt sucks. It sucks. If I had all the money that I'd had to pay for accidentally breaking stuff, I'd have $500 in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. and as sucky as it is that you had to, to pay for that and, and maybe even work it off a little bit, it's imp- your mom and I have felt that it was important that you learn that um, things cost money. Mom and dad could pay for it and just let it go, but we want you guys to understand that uh, things cost money. Nothing in this world is free. Nothing's free. There is no such thing as a free lunch. The window that I broke cost like 300 yeah. That's already above half of. Yeah, windows are expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lots of things are expensive. Most things are expensive. Yep. Yep. Okay, I've I've talked to you a lot. Do you have any questions about that? Not really. I feel like I absorbed that pretty well. Okay, good. And like I said, that we're barely scratching the surface there. I think I sent you some videos on economics. Yeah. I mean, you don't have, I I didn't see those until I was 22 or 23 is when I watched those. And I wished I would have watched them sooner. Uh, It's called Commanding Heights. It was a PBS documentary. You learned about Keynesian economics versus Austrian economics versus Chicago school economics, different schools of thought. Um, it's really good, very in, enlightening, and uh, yeah, really cool. Uh, I actually yeah, I haven't listened to those yet. I will yeah. sometime soon. I'm not expecting you to, but I mean, if you get bored one day, instead of just scrolling through YouTube, which you don't do a lot of, um, but yeah, educate your mind, learn something new, check those videos out. Commanding Heights for anybody listening, if you haven't watched those and you're interested in learning more about economics, Commanding Heights, you can find them on YouTube. Pretty cool. It's a three-part, uh, three-part series on YouTube. Really good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. One last call. Anything else? Nope. All right. Well, this will conclude episode three of Importantly and Important. Join us next week as we uh, talk about some more stuff. All right. Catch you next week. Like and subscribe if you can. We need your support. Yeah. <laughs>